Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome, everyone, to Inside Sources. Great to have you with us today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. A lot of ground to cover, as always, on the fastest 60 minutes in radio, and we will do our best, as always, to divide the rage from the reason and help you make the news make sense. Uh, and there's a lot of confusion out there on a host of topics today, so we're going to power right through it today. Uh, we're going to start with uh, what is happening in terms of Iran and Iraq and a lot of the foreign policy uh, of the United States, what that looks like. Uh, how do we get beyond just kind of the hyper-partisan, uh, hyper-hysteria uh, that is out there today? And uh, we're going to do that. We're going to talk uh, with uh, an interview I did with Miles Hansen uh, from the, the uh, World Trade Center, Utah, who is an expert on Iran, uh, was part of the uh, National Security Council inside the White House with a focus on the Gulf region and has some uh, great uh, Experience also inside uh, the State Department in terms of being an Iran expert. So we'll break that down as well. We'll be joined by uh, my good friend James Walner from Washington, D.C. as we look forward to what will happen in terms of impeachment proceedings. Uh, The good thing, again, this is another area where there's a lot of hysteria going on. And there's actually 26 rules that the Senate has to follow uh, in terms of a trial. We're going to actually break some of those down and why that should give you some confidence in the process. We'll also be joined by Steve Hayes uh, from The Dispatch, a new uh, effort being launched to get news to you uh, that is not just chasing the news cycles of the day, but just a couple of pieces every day that are going to be meaningful, thoughtful, that are not uh, pro-Trump or anti-Trump or pro-Democrat or pro-Republican, just straight news uh, the way it should be delivered up. So we'll talk to uh, Steve Hayes. Uh, You probably recognize him, a Fox News contributor and uh, one of the really smart people in Washington. So we'll uh, have a good chat with him coming up at 1135 today. As always, I want to know what's on your mind on a Monday. You can do that on the Utah Community Credit Union text line. 57500 again 57500 Utah Community Credit Union text line uh, and as always if you miss a segment make sure you go and pick up the podcast online or you can also download the KSL News Radio app sponsored by Any Hour Services so you don't miss a thing well everyone's getting back into the week uh, getting back into the routine of uh, what is life as normal after the holiday season and there is a, a lot going on in terms of Uh, A lot of rage, not a lot of reason uh, in terms of what's going on. And so we want to break that down just a little bit and uh, look at some of the things that we really need to think about. Uh, We're we're not on this uh, 
unstoppable march to war. Uh, we don't need to worry uh, about a lot of the hysteria, again, that's being um, promulgated out there. Uh, and so on Friday, I had the chance to, to chat with Miles Hansen. As I mentioned, he is the president and CEO of World Trade Center Utah, a really smart guy. Uh, has been involved uh, in the Middle East and, and a specialist on Iran in particular for quite some time. And he's not too far removed. He was uh, in the White House uh, as part of their uh, team, national security team. And so I wanted to get to him and and really talk through what is it that we need to understand better or different as it relates to what's going on. And so I want to play a couple of clips of my interview with Miles Hansen so you can just get some perspective in terms of where we really are and then what really is likely to happen next. So uh, first I, I asked uh, Miles that, you know, over the last few months, things just keep ratcheting up a little bit in terms of Iran. They're under a lot of pressure from a lot of the sanctions that have been put on by the United States. So there's internal tension there. Uh, there's been Iranian protests in Lebanon and in other places uh, throughout the region. And so I asked Miles, what is it uh, that the Iranian government, uh, what does that look like? Uh, and what are they likely to do next? So over the past few months, it's become increasingly clear that Iran is under very intense pressure. We've seen a widespread anti-Iranian protests in Lebanon, where they've had a great deal of influence for decades. We've seen massive anti-Iranian protests in Iraq. They, they burned down an Iranian consulate in southern Iraq a few weeks ago. And we've seen the most significant anti-regime protests in Iran itself in the past 40 years, just in the past five or six weeks. And now we take out such a significant leader in Iran, and there's no question that the Iranians need to strike back. They need to save face. They need to project their power, their influence. And yet they're doing it at a time when their power is, is very much constrained. All right. So, again, that's uh, Miles Hansen. And the thing that's that's interesting to me there is that the Iranian government is not in a strong space. It's important to recognize that uh, the sanctions have been uh, having a very crippling effect. There is a lot of anti-Iranian uh, protests going on, as Miles mentioned, in uh, Lebanon and Iraq and other places in the region. Uh, so they, they don't have a lot of friends there as well. And I think they also have to recognize that they, they can't swing too big in terms of retaliation uh, because they may have their own internal uprising to deal with uh, if that were to happen. So, it, again, it's important to kind of get the perspective of, of what this is. It is complicated. And I asked Miles about that. So what does this really look like? Obviously, uh, Soleimani was a, uh, a bad guy doing a lot of bad things over a lot of years. This is not uh, something new. We talked to John Curtis earlier today. Uh, as part of David Dejanovic, and uh, the three of us had a conversation uh, with him, and, and he said, you know, this this wasn't poking a sleeping bear. Uh, the bear was awake, and the bear was attacking. Uh, so here's how Miles described how complicated uh, this thing really is. He is somebody who has uh, hundreds of U.S. soldiers' blood on his hands. He has been the mastermind behind uh, some of the worst atrocities in Syria, in Yemen, and what's had been happening in Iraq over the past decade, um, in Lebanon as well. And so it's, why it's a complicated issue because he is a very significant person within the Iranian government. And at the same time, he is somebody who has caused uh, an immense amount of death and destruction across the Middle East. Okay, so again, pretty complicated. This guy uh, is uh, very high up, obviously, in the uh, Iranian leadership there. And so they, they are going to 
feel compelled to do something. And, uh, of course, the the own uh, things that are going on in Iraq right now um, and Iran in terms of uh, mourning his loss and the protesters in the street there. But, again, remember, this, this cuts both ways. Uh, and so, uh, again, it's going to be a kind of a steady march forward. Let me get one more. Let's go to the last clip uh, from Miles uh, about what we should do moving forward. Again, this is a guy, uh, Miles Hansen, who's been in the room. Uh, when you're in the room, when those kind of discussions are happening, there's a process to that. Uh, and to me, that's always fascinating. How did, how did the decision get made? Uh, and what of that will become known to the American people? What do we do moving forward? I think now that we've made this decision to, to go ahead and, and escalate in a very dramatic fashion by killing Qasem Soleimani, we need to be prepared to go a full court press on not just in a, in, a, in a security sense, but also in a public diplomacy sense on pushing and enhancing and amplifying this anti-Iranian sentiment that has been growing in places where the Iranians have had a tremendous amount of influence over the past uh, many years and decades. And so that means in Lebanon. We need to be working very closely with our partners in Lebanon and in Iraq to help amplify this, these Iran, anti-Iranian protests that have been taking place over the past weeks and months. Okay, again, that's my uh, interview with Miles Hansen. He's, again, he's the president and CEO of World Trade Center Utah. Uh, great deal of experience uh, in Iran, was a part of the national security uh, team inside the White House, uh, focused on the Gulf region, which, again, is very complicated. Uh, and so I think as you look at what happens next, I, I thought one of the most significant statements that came out from the Utah delegation, uh, as this has all unfolded over the last several days, uh, was Senator Mike Lee, who who said, uh, yes, it's always good when you, you get rid of a bad guy. But then he had one more sentence that said, I look forward to seeing the legal justification the White House used to make the decision and carry out the attack. And that's important to me. That's the the most important thing. Uh, I, everyone's going to agree that having one less bad guy is is a good thing. But we also have to look at the process. Process matters. You're going to hear that over and over and over again today on this show. Process matters, and as citizens, we have to have confidence in the process. So, what was the process? Uh, obviously, uh, this was not a uh, a sleeping bear that we were poking. Uh, the bear had already been attacking. We t- we've uh, heard about it over the last year. They've seized tankers. They've shot down drones. They've done other attacks in other places. Uh, so this is this was a pretty steady march uh, towards uh, this particular incident. Uh, and but the question to me is, okay, what was the process for the president to ultimately decide now is the time? Other presidents had had opportunities to take out Soleimani. Uh, President Bush, President Obama both had uh, scenarios where I'm sure they could have justified that. Uh, And then now the question will become, what does Congress know now? What will they know over the next couple of days as they receive briefings there uh, in Washington, D.C.? How much of that is made public? Uh, What can be made public? Because that's also very important. Remember, these kinds of uh, strikes are done based on a lot of human intelligence, people on the ground, on both sides, uh, who are providing information, providing tips and insight, uh, helping to coordinate that kind of attack and that kind of operation. And so you can't put uh, people's lives at risk there. You can't put our own 
uh, security strategies at risk in terms of how we gather intel or how we execute on these kinds of things. So uh, this is going to be a, a process. I don't think there is any reason for the hype and hysteria that we have been hearing from a, a lot of places of this march to war and brink of war and all of those kinds of things. Uh, I think this will be a process. I think we need to be on heightened alert to be sure. Uh, but this is going to be a, a process. These are long-running uh, disputes and feuds, and uh, they're not going away anytime soon. I do wish the president would ramp down the rhetoric, especially as it relates uh, to historic sites, religious sites in Iran uh, in terms of possible targets. I think that's uh, way over the line uh, and not helpful because, again, this is, this is not a war against the Iranian people. Uh, and we need to be able to win hearts and minds as well as uh, drop bombs and, and take out strategic assets. So uh, a lot to be done. We'll continue this conversation as we roll through the week this week. Let's go ahead and step aside. Uh, when we come back, my friend James Walner will join us. We'll talk about what's next on the impeachment proceedings. You don't want to miss this. It's going to give you some real perspective of what to expect in the days ahead. Stay with us on KSL News Radio.